You are now listening to a proud member of the Disney Podcast Family. Go to DizPodcastFamily.com to find more on this show and other great Disney podcasts. From the Talking Disney Studios in Cheyenne, Wyoming, Logan, Utah, and Las Vegas, Nevada, this is the Talking Disney Podcast. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. And here are your hosts. I'm Jason. And I'm Cody. And I'm James. And welcome to episode 53 of the Talking Disney Podcast. I'm your host, Jason. And I am here once again with my co-hosts, Cody and James. What's going on, guys? Not much. How you doing? Doing well, Cody. I am having a holly jolly Christmas. <laughs> uh, i got uh i was i was proud of myself i got that one in the first take i didn't mess that one up like last week so yeah two weeks ago so um it has been two weeks since we recorded i believe right i think so yeah a little over two weeks because we didn't last week was thanksgiving we didn't or the week not last week, but you know, a week and a half ago, whatever it was, uh, we had, we had Thanksgiving in there and me and Cody, uh, unfortunately, uh, missed a few days of work and, uh, had to get some Q-tip around up our nose. Oh, man. How was that? Uh, by the way, I hear horror I'll, stories about it. I'll, I'll tell you what mine, mine didn't really hurt. It was just uncomfortable. Yeah. That's, that's what I tell people. And then yeah. when he, he stuck it in and then he like twisted it. Yeah. Uh, Did they count for you? No, no. He just twisted it and then pulled it out. And then he took a second one. But the first one he took, the Q-tip was really thin. It, it, it didn't look like a normal Q-tip. The second one looked like a Q-tip on a long stick, like an actual Q-tip for your ear. Right. And uh, he stuck it. He did my left nostril the first time. And then he was going to do my left nostril again. And he put it in and... I don't know. He couldn't get it all the way in. So he's like, let me try the right one. I was like, well, thanks buddy. So I, I got something stuck in my nose three times. Nice. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Ended up, uh, coming back positive for the test. So did you go to like uh, a clinic for it or like a drive through thing? Uh, there's a place in town called health reach. It's like an urgent care clinic. Oh, so you uh, went just, inside of a building to do it. <laughs> yeah. No, interesting. I went yeah. through a, uh, you know, tent doohickey that was in the parking lot of the hospital 30 minutes away from where I live because I couldn't get one done in the city that I live. I had to drive to Brigham city the next morning after I figured out I couldn't taste or smell anything (laughs) and uh, pulled into the drive through thing. They had me stay in my car. Um, They were all in their protective clothing and everything. And she stuck the lady stuck it in my right nostril first. So she was at my driver's side window. So she did the furthest nostril from her first, stuck it in, and then twisted it just like back and forth and went like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and pulled it out. And right. then she stuck that same one that she just put in the right nostril up my left nostril and did the exact same thing and then put it in the tube that they seal and send to the lab. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I, I, I got to go inside. The only thing I had to do, I pulled in the parking lot. 
uh, you have to call them on the phone and you kind of check in over the phone and then you sit in your car until they, until they call you. And then they, they give you a call on the phone and say, Hey, you can come in. And when you walk in the building, you go straight, straight back. And then, then the guy comes in and like the biohazard suit and uh, breathing <laughs> apparatus and he's like, I'm here to test you for COVID. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I took a I took an at home test, so mine was right. easy. I'm scared yeah. of the I'm scared of the Q tip up the nose. So yours was you definitely were mentioning false. Yours. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you mentioned yours was just saliva, right? Or you spit in yeah. a tube or something? Yep, yeah. spit in a test tube and and send it in. I was going to take another one, but since then they've changed it. Now they say I can't take it if I'm physically in Nevada, Maryland, or Pennsylvania <laughs> for, for the, some reason. Those oh, three for states the, uh, for the ones that you ordered. Yeah, for the one that Here. I ordered. So yeah. I guess I can drive to State Line and put a couple feet in California and take it and then yeah, come back, yeah. I guess. I don't know. Step, <laughs> step over the border and then come back. Yeah. That's really interesting because you're the only one I know that have t- taken a test for COVID that involves saliva. So if that's a viable option, why are they tickling people's brains with Q-tips? That's I think what it's, I'm wondering. I, I'm guessing it's more expensive than the Q-tip. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. But if, if I can stand next to you or within six feet of you and a tiny little droplet that comes out of my mouth can infect you, then why do you got to ram that thing up my nose? Just let me spit into a tube. Yeah. Why yeah. can't it just, you know, swab the inside of my cheek, spit in a tube, yeah. anything. Yeah. But not yeah. they shove that thing. Like if you put a Q-tip in your nose, you would stop. It probably feels a lot further than it actually is because it's inside your brain in a place that's never felt contact before. But I would say a good inch further than you would feel comfortable sticking something up your nose on your own. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was. It, yeah, it wasn't as bad as I thought. Because you're like, just... I didn't realize my nose went back that far. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So yeah, that's our, that's our COVID story. We, we had COVID over Thanksgiving. Cool. Cody and I did. Cody couldn't taste. No, I couldn't taste Thanksgiving. I could taste the smell, but I got really, really dizzy on Wednesday. So I, I, I came up and ate Thanksgiving dinner and then I went back down and laid on the couch and watched TV. So, so it was just a normal Thanksgiving for you then. Yeah, basically, <laughs> basically. No, I felt, I felt bad because normally the way, the way we, the way we do it here is like, Marsha and the girls, they'll cook. Mm-hmm. And then afterward, me and the boys, we clean up. We yeah. do the dishes uh, and clean up everything. And the boys had to do it by themselves because I wasn't feeling it. So, right. So they're like, well, next year you could just do it by yourself. <laughs> no, <laughs> sorry, pal. <laughs> I had kids. <laughs> so, uh, unless Jordan moves out and Calvin's away from college, then I guess I'll have to do it by myself. So, then at that point, the younger girls can cook and clean. There you go. There you go. I'll help. I'll, I'll, I'll help cook and the girls can clean. So. There you go. So yeah, that's, that's our COVID story. Um, so apparently I'm COVID free now. Yeah. But you're immune now, right? Both of you. I, I heard that, but I don't know. I've heard people getting it twice. Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't know anybody personally, but on the news or on Facebook or internet or whatever, you know, 92 year old Marjorie Davis contracted it for the second time, you know? So I don't know. Yeah. And I haven't heard like if there is like, if some people are immune, if you get it once, you'll never get it again, you know, or 
what are the circumstances in order to get it again. Like you can get the flu, you know, if you're unlucky every year, maybe, you know, right. I don't know if COVID would be the same thing or not, or if, you know, the odds of you getting it within three months are highly unlikely. And then after that point, you're just like everybody else. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Speaking of COVID, uh, got some, or I read some bad news uh, a couple hours before we started recording tonight, which is Saturday night, uh, <coughs> December 5th. Oh, before we talk about that, December 5th, happy birthday to Mr. Walt Disney. He was born uh, on this day in what, 1901? 1901. Yeah, so he would be 119 were he alive today. So. Uh, so Cody, not. did you get the Funko Pop of the castle with him in front of it that went on sale today? Uh, by the time I realized that that was happening today, they were sold out. Yeah. Yep. That sucks. eBay. Yep. You yeah. only have to pay three times as much. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> if it's, you're lucky. I would, <laughs> the, the inflation rate on the Funko Pop is not nearly as bad as the inflation rate on eBay for the PlayStation 5. That is that true. Is, Man, I can't seem to find a PlayStation 5 anywhere. Retailers just just don't have them. But then on, yeah. online, it's like nobody wants to sell them for under $1,000. Hey, James, if you want to sell yours, you can buy the Funko Pop on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> just just put for trade. <laughs> yeah, I don't uh, think that's going to happen. <laughs> so happy birthday, Walt Disney, um, December 5th. Um, Come and back, then in about yeah, a, if, if you could do his favor and haunt Governor Newsom and tell him to yeah, open up the park. Those, yeah. those pops are going for about 130 on eBay right now. Buy it now for 130. What were they originally? Or what were the what was the Disney store or whatever selling them for? Like 49? I, I have no idea. It was 39 you know, or 49. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't expensive at all. Right. Yeah, that is that is just crazy. I mean, I've spent so, more than that on a Funko Pop before, but yeah, I know. I know. I know which one too. Which one? Which which one? Uh didn't you spend a lot on the um was it the Matterhorn one? Not 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 yeah, Matterhorn one, wasn't it? Oh man, this 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 guy right here. Yeah. <laughs> Mickey yeah. In, in in his bobsled. Yeah. I can't remember how much I spent on this one. I definitely bought it. I won't I won't I won't say what I remember. Because uh, your mom may listen. Well, and I told her I bought. She was actually <laughs> staying with me when I bought it, and it came. I mean, it, it was over a hundred dollars. Yeah, it might have been like one sixty, one eighty. To be honest with you, that was very specific. <laughs> I don't remember what I paid, but I think it was one sixty, one eighty three. It was somewhere in that range, I think. Maybe it was one forty. It was yeah. something. I like thought that. It, I thought it was in the one sixties or one seventies when you finally told me. Uh, yeah. Like when it, when it was all, all, all over. Cause wasn't it an auction? I think this one was an auction. Yeah. And you said you weren't going to go above like 140, but you did. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. That sounds like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do that too on, 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 on eBay when I, when I'll bid on like trading cards, it's like, okay, I won't pay more than $20 for that card. And then it's like, well, if I, if I'll pay 20, I'll pay 25. And then it's like, next thing I know, I went it for 47 bucks and I was like, I wasn't going to pay more than 20 originally, but oh well. Yeah. So. 
All right, well, let's get into COVID uh, and uh, the news I heard today. Apparently, uh, Orange County has gone into another different tier, a more strict tier, I guess the purple tier. Or, well, I think uh, they've been in the purple. F- well, I don't know if they're in the purple for a while, but yeah, they're getting yeah, more strict. Yeah, anyways, da- uh, DCA and Downtown Disney, there is n- starting Monday, I believe it's. Uh, so you got one more day tomorrow. Uh, starting Monday the seventh, you will not be able to eat food at Disneyland, uh, d- downtown Disney or in DCA. So no more churro carts, no more popcorn, no more corn dogs, no more uh, hot dogs or whatever you are eating. Uh, you cannot eat on property. the 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 third party restaurants like Tortilla Joe's and all them they can still sell food to go, but you got to pick it up and you got to leave the downtown. Disney area because you cannot eat on Disney property. Um, Shame. That's basically the gist of it. Um, And I I guess they're going to start, they're going to limit the the retail stores to under 20% capacity now. I don't know what it was at recently, if it was at 25 or if it was at 50, but they mentioned something about uh, no more than 20% capacity at the stores. So um, another, uh, Another blow from COVID for the Disneyland Resort, and I, I, I don't know. I've mentioned it. Before. I just, there. I don't see any light at the end of the tunnel, basically. So who knows when we're gonna get to go back? Yeah, stupid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so I think we've, uh, I think we've kind of, or I have. I, I haven't talked to the wife about it, but I think I've kind of decided that Walt Disney World is going to be our next trip. We're just going to have to start planning a Walt, Walt Disney World trip. Yeah, uh, I think I think we're starting to plan one too. So, oh, I think James and I were both originally set to go uh, in 2021 to- here in a couple months. Yeah, we'd be going in the next uh, 60 days yeah. if things had not transpired the way that they did, huh? Yep, because I was set to yeah. go February. I don't know if you were January or February this time around. I think uh, January, I think. January. So. Yeah. So we'll just have to. So, Jason, whoever your favorite is, I know we've postponed our trip a year. I'm sure James at right now is saying a year unless this situation prevails. Yeah. So whoever yeah, probably you like more, you can join in on that trip. So we'll see. It either. probably won't be. Uh, it probably won't be 2021, but maybe early 2022. Yeah, that's that's when we're planning. 2022 us, now us too we're thinking yeah. the same thing just, so yeah i think since last time we recorded i was actually down there at buena vista street yes. so how how was that by the way it was it was pretty cool um i was able to get in there got a corn dog was did, able to get a churro did you cry almost <laughs> <laughs> when we had to leave i almost did mm-hmm. got some popcorn cotton candy the one thing i wasn't able to get was carthay circle because they had See, I was watching leading up to it because I wanted to make a reservation on the on the app, but they weren't offering reservations on the app. And so it was first come, first serve. And unfortunately, all the reservations, they did it in, in, in at two times. They did one first thing in the morning for the up until lunchtime. And then they opened it again after that at 12 or 1 or something for the rest of the evening. And the cast member that I talked to said, they're gone in the first 10 to 15 minutes. So if you're not here at those two times, you're not getting in. So I was upset about that, but I was also okay because I knew I was coming back to 
California in early December, which is next week. <laughs> and so they actually, after we left, they started doing the reservations on the app for Carthay Circle. Right. But but those filled up quick. I mean, I heard that they were booked through January, but yesterday, not yesterday, the day before yesterday, I was looking on the app and sometimes things open up if people cancel and Carthay Circle opened up and I had reservations for this coming Thursday at noon. And then today happens uh. and <laughs> now I'm pissed. <laughs> I'm really upset. <laughs> It's taken everything I have to not cry right now because <laughs> I was, I was in. <laughs> Dang it. Yeah. So, so close again. So, so. close again. Yes. So. Yeah. I just, I just, I don't, I don't know. I know words. I, I don't, I just. It, it was cool being there in, in California adventure, but it was weird too. I mean, it was, you know. When I got a corn dog, we were sitting there across from where they where they sell them over there by off the page is where they had tables set up. And it was like 530. And of course, the sun's gone down. It's it's dark. And it just it felt like, you know, how when you're at Disneyland and it's like the last hour of the night and it's totally dark, but all the lights and all the music's going, but there's like no people walking around. That's yeah. what it was like at five thirty. <laughs> there just <laughs> there just wasn't a lot of people. Now there, were, I mean, there was people there, but since that particular location is right next to the ropes where you can't go any further, yeah. um, it just felt really, really weird looking at my watch and seeing it was five thirty, and it just feeling like it was, you know, like ten minutes before closing. So it was weird. Mm. Now, would you go again without being able to? consume anything would you go just to walk around and shop or is eating and drinking that much of a part of the experience and making it worthwhile to go yeah no i'm i mean we still have reservations for this week yeah. so we're gonna still i mean we i mean we still have hotel reservations for this week so we're gonna still go down um it's kind of a multi-part thing for this trip originally it was going to be um, my sister, my older sister and her family were all going to be there. We we're all going to go. And, and we were hoping that Disneyland would be open. Um, so she's still coming down there and we're going to actually go visit my dad for a little bit because he's having some health issues. So we're going to go visit him. So we'll probably still go walk around because of that. I don't know that I would plan a trip and say, I'm going to go down just for that mm -hmm. because the eating part of it is just, you know, I mean, for this week alone, I had, reservations for tortilla joe's on two different days and carthay circle on the third day yeah um so yeah i mean that's a big part of being there yeah. you know especially where there are no attractions involved the next yeah. best thing is is the food yeah you know getting a churro was awesome it was great um so yeah i'm really bummed yeah. i'm really bummed <laughs> I, I was laughing but it, i i it's a it's a painful laugh i laugh it's a it's a pity laugh because yeah, I feel. For I mean, you. yeah, you know, and it's I just mean, last last March. If you had told me that Disneyland was going to be closed for a year, I'd have laughed at you and said you're crazy. Yeah, there's, there's no way Disneyland will ever be closed for a year, but it's looking, it's looking like it's going to go past a year. Well, because Tyler and I, the last two or three years, have been going every year in March or April. And now we're, we're not sure if we're going to be, we didn't get to do it 
this year, unfortunately, because of COVID, we were, and I've talked about this a couple times, five days away from, from being there when they <laughs> shut everything down. Nope. And I don't, we, at this point, we're not putting our chips down on it being open come March. Yeah. I just, it does not seem likely with everything going on right now in California. They're just, they're not going to do it until this thing goes away, which is heartbreaking um, and devastating because the longer this thing goes on, the worse and worse Southern California and California as a whole, as far as their economy is going to be and the people. Yeah. You know? Yep. And then obviously with the no, no sit down, uh, service no uh no food carts and all that i read it was a couple hundred people that were gonna have to be furloughed again yeah that that, that couldn't work so yeah, i think it was 300 and something yeah they yeah. come back you for a couple weeks thinking they're on the up and up and you know that reminds me when i was there getting a corn dog and i was waiting for him to bring it to me another cast member came over who was obviously in charge of things because she was in there talk you know she was at the window telling people stuff and as I was sitting back and trying to keep my distance from everyone, she asked me how I was doing. And I said, you know, I'm doing good. It's a little weird, but you know, I'm glad to be back. And she said, yeah, we're all really glad to be back too. So we appreciate you being here and we're, we're super happy to be here with you. And I, it's sad because she's the one that I thought of. I was like, Oh man, she's probably one of the 300 that are getting, yeah. getting furloughed again. And that, that sucks for those guys, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, before this news, uh, it was sometime earlier in the week, I think, I saw that the the Walt Disney Family Museum was closing again because uh, yeah. they're 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 in a part of the area that was going under stricter guidelines, so that's closed again. I just, uh, but you know, I know they like to do things saying that it's based on science or whatever, but I mean. Is closing everything down really helping at all? I mean, Florida's wide open, it seems, and it and it doesn't seem like. I mean, I don't get it. I saw I just an article. Don't understand today, <laughs> and it was either referencing yesterday or today, but all four of the theme parks at Walt Disney World either yesterday or today reached capacity. Now that's not full one hundred percent capacity. It's still whatever percentage capacity Disney is holding for themselves because the governor of Florida has said, you know, at least a month ago now, maybe that they can operate at full capacity and Disney is choosing not to Disney's playing it safe, Mm -hmm. but they, every so often they increase the capacity. So I don't know, excuse me, at what percentage their capacity is at right now, but whatever it is, they hit that in all four theme parks within the last day or two. Yeah, and, and you no know, cases I've seen so far has been traced back to Disney World. Yeah, and you know Disney, even down there at, at Downtown Disney and Buena Vista Street, they take it real seriously, and they've got their systems down. I mean, they've got uh, lines to get into places. They're they're monitoring who's in there. They're making sure you're six feet away. I mean, they're that's one thing that I noticed being there is there seem to be a lot more uh, cast members just kind of walking around and observing and making sure that everybody was doing exactly what they were supposed to be doing. So I'm sure Disney world's the exact same way. Yeah. And they're super, super, uh, strict, but nice about it. Yeah. And they're making sure that people are maintaining their distance. So, yeah. I mean it in, in doing so it, 
in theory ensures that they can remain open and then come yeah. to a you know a full open at some point but uh it seems like california just as as florida gets looser and looser california gets stricter and stricter yeah but California continues to have, you know, and it, I would understand if California shut everything down and their cases started plummeting or if Florida's were rate rising way higher than California's, but it's, it's not the case. It's just, it's just not the way that it's happening. No. So, I mean, following what is on the website of all the different COVID cases, it's just, it doesn't seem to make sense. I, I just don't understand it. And I'm not trying to, like get on any side politically or mm-hmm. science versus non-science or anything like that. I'm just strictly looking at the numbers. It makes zero sense to me for California to shut down. And that doesn't mean that I want people to get sick or anything like that. I just, I don't understand it because it doesn't seem like it's helping anything other than killing the economy. Yeah. I had a guy that works for me that two weeks ago, I mean, I got COVID in the middle of him being gone, but he was at Disney world. He was there for a week and I was, of course I was pissed. Um, but he, he went to Disney world. He came back and he's fine. You know, yeah. I stayed here in Northern Utah and the only place I go is to work home in Walmart. And I get it somehow. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, enough COVID. Talk. I keep I keep saying I'm tired of talking about COVID, but we we always talk about it. It's like <laughs> if, if you go back from the last couple of months, there's always I don't, I don't we've done an episode where we did talk about COVID. It's it's hard not to talk about it. It's so, surrounding us everywhere and everything. Yeah. So yeah, and then 66 percent of us have on the podcast have gotten it. So yeah, <laughs> it's a good thing we added another member. Otherwise, we would have been at 100. Yeah. <laughs> percent uh, <laughs> all right, so let's move on to our next topic. Uh, it's kind of a Disney Plus in general because um, there was a couple new releases, um, which we won't spend too much time on. But uh, the latest Mandalorian came out yesterday. James and Cody have seen it. I have not. Uh, is had? Do you guys like it without spoiling anything? Um, I loved it. Because I loved I, it. The last the last two episodes have been fantastic. Pretty, yeah. yeah. The only complaint about either one of them is too short. I feel like the, they are not the, long enough. Oh my goodness. The last two episodes should have been one episode and we should still have a few left. But that's, <laughs> that's not the case. Each episode needed to be at least an hour. I mean, all of the episodes in this entire season series, I feel right. need to be at least an hour long. Yeah. So you haven't seen it, so we won't talk about it too much. But the title of yesterday's is "The Tragedy." I don't know if you knew that or not. So and I would no, I, I would argue that there is more than one tragedy in this episode. Oh, there yeah. definitely, yeah, <laughs> definitely there is. Yeah. So, so, so let's go back to not not yesterday's episode, but the week before that, where we learned the name of the child. What do you uh-huh. guys think of the name? Because I had never. I, is that anywhere in any of the no. animated stories, comics? Uh, nope. No. Whatever. It is the first time that that name has been uttered in Star Wars existence. Okay. It is uh, a new yeah. name. It's never been referenced anywhere before that I'm aware of. Yeah. Um, I did notice when, when the Mandalorian would say the name, uh, the child would be like, huh? Yeah, he, he would look <laughs> at him. Yeah. You know, you, you call uh, the dog. You know, if you say dog. Yeah. He's yeah. just gonna sit there, but then you know you yeah. say like Ralphie, and he's gonna come 
because trotting along. A couple times I heard him say like, "Hey, kid," you know. He just, but yeah. he would he would answer. But when he when he said his name, the look on his face, like, yeah, it was, it was cool. So yeah, I had never heard of that name, and uh, it's funny because you see a lot of people complaining about the name; they don't like it or. They don't like the fact that it doesn't start with Y since Yoda and the only other member of that species both started with Y. Yeah, Yoda and Yaddle. Yeah. 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 People got yeah. too much too much to complain about. And again, no, no one's upset with Yaddle. And how can you not be upset with a name like Yaddle? Yaddle. Like, really? Yeah. <laughs> again, it wasn't the name I was expecting. So it caught me off guard. But at the same yeah. time, it's like, well, what was I expecting? Because even me, I wasn't expecting Y. You know, even though the only other two members of the species do start with Y, I was just, I don't know, thought it would be something that rolled off the tongue easier, I guess. I have no idea, but I don't have anything against the name. No, me either. I did keep thinking about it. I was like, man, am I pronouncing it right? Or Grogu. Grogu. I kept saying Grogo. Grogo. What? (laughs) So that came out yesterday. And then finally, um, months and months and months after it was originally supposed to come out into the theaters, uh, we got Milan on Disney plus that you could just watch for free. You didn't have to pay the premiere. I have not seen it yet. Uh, James has not seen it yet, but Cody has, and he has a few opinions that he would like to share. I actually just watched it last night with, uh, let me, let me get the sensor button ready so I can beep out any, (laughs) Um, I watched it last night with, uh, the wife and then Tyler and his girlfriend. We all got together, uh, we had an anti COVID party cause, uh, I am now over it and the rest of us have tested negative for it. So, um, nice. we watched it and throughout the entire time we were all chiming in going like, what the heck is this? This doesn't make any sense. Okay. Well, what, what, that was weird. Why the heck did they do that? (laughs) Um, again, we knew going into this movie that you cannot compare it to the animated version that Disney's already made. We knew there was going to be no singing. We knew there was going to be no Mushu. We know that they intentionally wanted this movie to be different. So we went into that, into the movie with that mindset. We did not compare it to the original. With that being said, we still don't feel like it was all four of us collectively still do not feel like it was a good movie or <laughs> worthwhile. Um, nice. Absolutely no character development in any character. None. So they kind of just expected you to know the characters. I mean, but, even though it's a different story and you know, but even then like, <sighs> This and I've seen the reviews out there that and just comments on Facebook and different things like that. There's a magical element to this movie. It's not just like because before in the animated version, Mulan, you know, would get through her boot camp through her wits and, and things like that, being able to outsmart the guys and figure out how to do what she needed to do. Um, this was not that. This her ability to fight and the, the, the thing that makes her better than everybody else is magic that she was born with. And so feminism had a really hard time with that one because now it's just like, Oh, well now women can only do things if they're magical where before it was women can do anything that men can do, you know? And 
now that they kind of threw that out the window and when Mulan was tested the most and you know, she needed to be courageous or whatever. And it was just like, Oh, I forgot I can use magic and everything was solved. <laughs> she really, she didn't grow at all as a character throughout the, the film in our opinion. And it just, there was some weird plot devices that really didn't need to be there. That didn't make any sense. Like the bird lady from the trailers um, her whole role is, is really just kind of pointless. You don't get any backstory on her, why she's relevant. Um, and then all of a sudden at the end, there's a weird thing that happens with her and it was like, okay, like, so why were you here at all? It was just, I had a lot of high hopes for this movie. I was so excited to watch it. Um, I mean, watching the trailer, I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I said this not not in this podcast, but talking to the kids or the wife. I think people that do movie trailers are amazing because they can make a horrible movie look, look amazing in a trailer, and then you're like, "I want to see that movie," and then you go to the theater, you're like, "That movie sucked." You yeah, know? it's it's uh it's marketing at its finest. Finest. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, I has been waiting so long to see this movie because there was a lot of hype built up for it, and then because it was supposed to come out in March when this whole pandemic yeah. really started to get March, going. March 27th was the release date. Cause we, we were going to go see it on my birthday. Yeah. And so. um, yeah, March 17th, we were supposed to be in Disneyland and we weren't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we all made sacrifices. <laughs> you're not making me want to watch this movie. I'm supposed to be watching it tomorrow. So <laughs> maybe you'll have a different opinion of it. Um, Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, and then when we found out it was coming to Disney Plus for the, the premiere access or whatever, I really debated paying the $30 to watch it because I was that glad? excited for this movie. Aren't you glad you didn't? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it had been cheaper than going to the theater to see it, though, after you added in the ticket prices and the popcorn and the drinks and yeah, so. you know, just plain movie tickets, it would have been cheaper. But yeah, with right. popcorn and drinks and stuff, absolutely. But man, yeah, I'm certainly glad I didn't spend money to see this movie any more than the cost of the subscription service. Right. 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 Which is no longer free for me because my free year is up. So now I have to pay for it. Oh, man. So. I got two years for the price of three. So yeah, see, I didn't I didn't pay in advance. I just got a year from Verizon. And uh, I noticed it was on my bill. <laughs> so, uh, it's like, what? so we're our, paying for it now. Our bill went up $6. Oh, Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, I mean, I'll go into it. Hopefully not. <laughs> not quite as open-minded anymore. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. 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 I'm going to, I'm going to have a hard time being open-minded tomorrow when we're watching this thing. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. As soon as I see the bird lady, I'm gonna go. Yep. He was right. She doesn't need to be here. (laughs) You guys watching it tomorrow night, James? Yeah, yeah. We're going over to to mom and Jim's and yeah, watching it over there. So, well, don't tell them I didn't like it. Yeah. I after after it's over when they say, you know what, that wasn't all that great. Say, yeah, Cody agreed with you. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) We talked about it last night. Oh no, I'm gonna tell them right off the bat. Actually, I'm gonna say, hey, I heard a really. 
I heard a bad review last night, and it was straight from Cody. <laughs> tell him, tell him Cody thought this was the greatest movie ever, and then when yeah. it's done, they'll be like, "What was Cody thinking?" <laughs> yeah, he's got. Cody that, must still have COVID. <laughs> yeah, the the lingering brain fog from COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that, that's that's too bad you didn't uh, you didn't like it. I mean, not every not every movie is gold, and yeah. Uh, which is kind of a theme tonight once we get to our main topic, apparently. So. I, I will say that with after seeing Mulan, it does make me nervous more than I have been before for Disney's upcoming live action remake adaptations. Yeah. So maybe they'll learn from it. I don't know. I don't is it now had you had you not had Milan the animated what do you think it would have been the movie would have been better for you had Milan you know you had never seen the animated version or to to a degree because it's impossible to comp- to not compare whatsoever right. um you're always because you know you're gonna look at Mulan versus Mulan and you know okay well this one's obviously better and here's why but even without comparing it, without even acknowledging the animated Mulan, there was just a lot of things in this that really didn't seem to make sense. There was plot devices that go unanswered or just unneeded. And it it was just a not great movie in in a nutshell. I, I obviously besides Mulan, I've seen all the, all the, the ones that Disney had made, you know, beauty and the beast and all that. And, uh, th- although I do like most of the live action ones, there isn't one that if you made me choose watching the, between watching the live action and the animated that I would choose the live action over the animated one. Uh, the I only I, one I would that I might the favor the live action would be beauty and the beast. I uh, feel see, like I that one, they did really good. I don't have, the, I think the only complaint I have with Beauty and the Beast is the fact that uh, Belle is so auto-tuned. I think they should have just spent more time with Emma Watson with vocal lessons and things like that and getting her to a point that was good enough and yeah. then do your normal editing when people sing to where it sounded more natural because she just sounds so robotic. And that's like the one critique I have with Beauty and the Beast. I felt that they expanded Beauty and the Beast from the animated added a little bit more backstory on the beast and bell's mother and different things like that that added to the film um like lion king i don't think it's worth watching the live action because it's 99 percent shot for shot of the animated version 99 percent. some of the jokes are a little bit more modern you know or they're referencing more pop so you references would- from today but so you would prefer the movie kind of follow, kind of follow the the animated one, but then add some missing stuff that you. Because yeah. obviously, Beauty and the Beast, we learned some things, um, that we didn't learn from the cartoon or the animated version. Yes. Um, so yeah, I, I think no that's how they would save this trend that they're going on with remaking or reimagining their animated classics because they, so many people love them so much, and again, the newer kids if they haven't seen them, don't have anything to compare it to and probably think they're just fine. But 
um, I think it would be better. They would get less criticism from people if they stuck to the animated enough and then just expanded upon different ideas or themes or thoughts from it. That's, that's my opinion. Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see what we think once we've seen it, James, tomorrow. And then me sometime before the next time we record, I'll make sure that, that I check it out. So sounds uh, good. So that's all the news. Unless you guys had anything else you wanted to. Um, it seems to me like there was other news, but yeah, today's announcement just kind of screwed everything up. So I don't, <laughs> I don't remember anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Me neither. Me Dang neither. it. Well, then we'll just go ahead and get into our main topic. If you, uh, oh, if you haven't, shoot. yeah, if you haven't, <laughs> Cue if you haven't listened, music. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, if you haven't listened to the last couple episodes, we are going through all of the Disney animated movies and we are watching them in order, starting with Snow White. Uh, we, uh, did Pinocchio last episode. And for this one, we are talking about. Walt Disney's third animated feature film, which was Fantasia. Walt Disney Pictures presents the 50th anniversary of an all-time animated masterpiece. Fantasia. The most incredible musical fantasy ever is back. This fall, you're invited to experience the breathtaking beauty. The wonderful adventure. The very special magic. And the electrifying power of one of the most spectacular entertainment events of all time. It's a motion picture you will never forget. Now, with a completely restored picture and soundtrack, it's the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney's classic, Fantasia, a symphony in sight and sound. Um, it was made in 1940. Um, it was originally supposed to be uh, the part of the uh, one of the segments in it because it, it, it consists of eight eight segments. Uh, one of them, the Sorcerer's Apprentice, was originally going to be uh, one of the silly symphonies, but I think from what I read, it started to cost too much, so they shelved it and then brought it back for Fantasia. Um, originally, it was released in 13 cities across the U.S. in 1940 and 41 as kind of a, they call it like a theatrical road show type of thing. It wasn't meant to be like a film. It was more like a, like a production, like a play, uh, which would account for how long it is. Um, it is one of the, I think it is the longest Disney animated feature film. Comes in at like 124, 125 minutes, uh, which if you know your, you know, your numbers, two hours and five minutes. Uh, that's, that's the one thing that stuck out to me when I was watching it this week <laughs> was like, man, I, I didn't remember it being that long. Uh, and for, for you know, like Cody and Jay's will talk about in their opinions of it. Uh, 
that could be a bad thing being so long. Uh, when was the last time you had seen it? Probably about 20 years ago when, uh, when, no, no, the last time I saw it, maybe 10 years ago, we bought the Fantasia and Fantasia 2000 double Blu-ray whenever that came out. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, that was the last time I watched it. So it had, it had, it, it had been a while. Um, like I said, it was originally released across 13 cities. Uh, and it, the first showing was in New York city at Broadway theater on November 13, 1940. Um, it was a expensive movie to make. Uh, and it didn't make the profits that Disney thought mainly because a lot of the movies that we're going to, the next couple ones that we talk about, I think, uh, possibly can fall into this boat, uh, with, uh, world war two cutting off the distribution of the European market. Uh, a lot of the movies weren't profitable until years later, uh, when they were released, uh, every five to seven years, like, uh, like, like Disney did for, for a, a while. Um, and some yeah. of the, some of I, the trivia, Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I don't think that that's the case for this film. I think it didn't make a lot of money cause it just wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> and, Before, and it made, it made money eventually because when you re-release something like 25 million times, eventually uh, it's going to make at least $25 million. Right. <laughs> right, right. There we'll is logic there. We'll get to James's full thoughts on the movie here. In oh a yeah, second. I'm sorry. I'll keep my mouth shut. <laughs> no, no, you're good. You're good. Originally, uh, what it was, I think I read it in. I forget which book I was reading in, but originally, Walt Disney's idea for Fantasia, from what I recall, is that he was gonna he wanted to release these like once a year, but update, cha- you know, change change the the animated stuff, change the music, um, and make it where it wasn't like a movie where it was like you would, I mean, you would go out at like a night with your wife dress up. Uh, and it, it wasn't meant for just a normal theater. I mean, uh, it, it was, it was this big production and I mean, they, they, incre- they created a new sound for it called Fanta sound, uh, with speakers and how they just made it at, at the time in 1940, I'm sure, uh, I mean, it was a, a, uh, I mean, what is the box? The box is Technicolor Feature Triumph. It, it was it, it was something that had never been done before. Similar to Snow White, you know, before Snow White, there was nothing like Snow White. There was nothing like this. And uh, I, regardless of what James and Cody will say in a minute, <laughs> uh, in 1990, I mean, it there critics did like this 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 movie, uh, and it was selected for preservation in the United States Film registry by the library of congress as being culturally historically or aesthetically significant and that was uh, in 1990 yeah in 1990 so which was the 50 50th. years for anyone to like this film no 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 <laughs> because, because snow white and them didn't didn't they weren't it was all around the same time so okay. <laughs> i don't know if you, i don't know if you can can't preserve something until it's 50 years old i don't know but um, well then, you're, so, you're getting close there, Jason. You're about to get put in a, a museum somewhere. James is a lot closer. <laughs> yeah. All right, before before we get to James and Cody, uh, I, I I did I did want to mention the eight different sections, uh, and I don't know if these are in order. They might be. Um, 
it was broken down into eight sections. Uh, Toccata in, I think you say it, Fugue in D minor, the Nutcracker Suite, the Sorcerer's Apprentice, Rite of Spring. Uh, then there was an intermission, the Pastoral Symphony, Dance of the Hearts, or Dance of the Hours, Night on Bald Mountain. And then this doesn't mention it here, but there was one more. I think it was called like Eva Maria or something like that. Uh, that was toward the end. So uh, I might have been, my eyes might have been glazing over because it was very, did I mention it was very long? <laughs> James, you so, can't tell me you stayed awake through all of it. You cannot. Oh, I did actually. Oh man, you but, fall asleep through 15 minutes of, <laughs> of, uh, I it's a small world, but two hours and five minutes of Fantasia keeps them awake. I stayed awake. Yes. I will let you guys share your thoughts. Uh, if you want to share any, uh, good, bad, ugly, uh, on your opinions on Walt Disney's 1940 animated feature Fantasia, whoever okay. wants to go first. Oh, I'll go first. Go ahead. James. Right. Take it away. Okay. So first off, when I start watching this, a disclaimer comes on before, right? Did you guys notice that? On, on Disney Plus, yeah. Yes. yes. So right off the bat, I'm watching this and I'm like, this program includes negative depictions and or mistreatment of people or cultures. So I'm watching this. And I'm trying to figure out what are the negative depictions? Do you guys know? Did I miss something? I mean, I may have, I said I didn't sleep. I, I may have dozed once or <laughs> twice. These stereotypes were wrong then and are wrong now. Rather than remove this content, we want to acknowledge its harmful impact, learn from it, and spark conversation to create a more inclusive future together. Well, I know, okay, what's still in there, uh, during the Nutcracker Suite, you had the, um, uh, there was the fairies and the fish and the flowers and the mushrooms and all that. They were dancing, right? Uh huh. Right. There was one where the mushrooms looked Chinese. Do you remember that? Yes. Okay. That's one I know about. And there's one that you, there's, there's something that you did not see in the Disney plus version because it it was taken out years and years ago. That's what sunflower, right? Yes. Yeah. It dealt, dealt with sunflower, which was one of the, what what do they call centurettes? Um, where she was depicted as like, um, like, you know, 1930s, 1940s black person, you know, she, right. you know what I'm talking so, about, right? So, so that I can understand being stereotypical right. and, and yeah. she was treated as a subservient in the, yeah. in the film. And there was one part where she was washing the feet of one of the other ones, you know? Yeah. It was, so, I mean, obviously that's horrible, but right. it's not that in the was film. So, out, no, that was taken yeah. out years ago. Yeah. Uh, like in 1960, I think, or yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, it, it 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 aired on TV one time with that part in it, and then I think mm-hmm. the next time, uh, for like the next re-release, which was like 1967 or 68, I, I don't remember the exact years, but it was taken out. So, okay. uh, so then that disclaimer is probably just for the mushrooms, then, right? Is that, that it? That's that's the only thing I can think about that was that could be deemed offensive per, you know. 2020 right. standards or whatever, you know, um, cause there was, yeah, they all, they all danced to the dance of the sugar plum fairy, I guess, Chinese dance, Arabian dance, Russian dance, dance to the flutes and waltz of the flowers. Seeing if it's so, a Chinese dance. Well, anyways, I, I, I don't want to get a call cut up on the disclaimer. <laughs> 
yeah. just that's the one thing that stood out to me. I was like, really? What what yeah. part of this film is is not right? But and anyways, you you will see the disclaimer probably when we watch Peter Pan. Yes. Oh, we'll well, see the Dumbo's next. Uh, Dumbo, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about for, Dumbo. For, for sure in Dumbo, and that's understandable. Yeah. Um, Peter so. Pan, I'm not sure, but I'm... Oh, well, actually, oh. no. now that I think about it, yeah, that makes sense, yeah. too. Yes. <laughs> so. This one... So that was my first reaction when I started watching this is, I don't know the last time I watched this movie. I don't know if I've ever made it through the movie before, to be honest with you. I've never had any real positive uh, thoughts about this movie. But I was saying, I think in the last episode or or the or the uh, the episode before, I was going through and watched a, a ranking of someone uh, that someone had put together of all the Disney movies, and they ranked Fantasia as number one. And I remember I went through there and I was scrolling through it, and I was just I was really curious as to what their number one was. And when I got there to Fantasia, I thought, wow, I must have really misunderstood this film. Maybe I just didn't get it. Um, I don't really remember watching it all the way through. So I said last time I was going to go into this with an open mind and really try to appreciate this film. And I just don't get it. (laughs) (laughs) I got to be, I got to be honest. I just don't understand. Like, you know, I like all different types of movies, all different genres of movie. I, I, I like, I like musicals. I like dramas. I like comedies. I like everything. I feel, but this movie, I watch it and I'm like, this isn't a movie to me. <laughs> this, and, and I'm not saying anything bad about the music because the music's fantastic. You know, it, it's, it's, it's all classic music and it's, you know, not necessarily my uh, preference that I'll sit and listen to, but it's not bad. I don't get irritated by it or anything like that. I just, I just don't get it as a movie. I just watch it and I'm like, this to me has no, has zero rewatchability for me, for me personally, like I was reading a thing today where someone was talking about it and they were like, you know, I love this movie so much. I was reading some reviews because I think on IMDb, it's like 7.7 or 8.7 out of 10 or something. I was reading some of the reviews and one of the reviews was, this is one of my favorite movies ever. Sometimes I'll put it on and just close my eyes and stare at the ceiling and listen to it. And I'm thinking, that's not, it's, you can do that because it's not a movie. (laughs) It's just yeah, it music. Is a, it is a seven point seven out of ten, uh, yeah. eighty-seven thousand seven hundred ninety-nine reviews. So, you know, and then there's some questionable things in there. I mean, I see the disclaimer, and so I'm thinking there's got to be something racial in there or something. But then, the centaurettes, I guess, like they're in the bathing scene, and I guess they're trying to be anatomically correct. And it, to me, that was like, why is that in a Disney film? <laughs> like, like, what are they doing? Like. What is the point of this? Like the whole, I don't know. I just found myself asking myself that same question several times. Like, what is the point of this movie? And I could not, for me, for James, I could not figure out an answer to that. I am so, I'm telling you right now, I'm calling in sick the week that we're doing Fantasia 2000. I am out of town. I'm nowhere near a microphone. I don't even want to talk about it. Have you Have you seen 2000 before? I don't think so. You got to check it out. He's once. not going to yeah, do it no, now. I, I, I'm I'm just joking. I can't. I, know. I, don't. I will actually watch it and I will give it my honest review, just like I'm doing with this one. And I will give it an open mind. But I, for me, I just I don't get it. I mean, 
and I'm not trying to take any way, anything away from the animation because the animation is great. Uh, well, actually, there's a couple parts that I don't care for the animation as much. But I just, to me, it's just, I don't know. I just, I personally don't get it. That's me. Yeah. What? So on that positive note, Cody, up to you. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, before before we go to Cody, was there, besides you said some of the animation was good, was there... Was there, did you have a, like a favorite sequence or favorite part of it or? My favorite part was when the guy came on and said, ladies and gentlemen, we will now take a 15 minute intermission. (laughs) And I went, yes, I hope that counts against the two hours. (laughs) Fair fair enough. (laughs) And guess what? It wasn't a full 15 minutes. I was like, that was not 15 minutes. Well. Probably back in the day. Yeah, I'm sure back then they did. The yeah, theaters, it was you know 15 minute. People can go to the bathroom, uh, refill their wine or whatever they drank at the theater, and then uh, yeah. So. All right, Cody. Um, I was just looking at this on I IMDb here, yeah. and under the goofs section, it says the character Chernobog. The demon in the sequence, a knight on Bald Mountain, switches from no nipples on his chest <laughs> to having nipples numerous times. Yeah. What? <laughs> um, there you go. <laughs> that's just that's just animation. They they just forgot to put the nipples in, and then they were back, and then uh, it happens. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there's many other instances of nipples appearing and re and disappearing. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm, I'm with James on this one. I had never seen it before. I knew the sorcerer's apprentice sequence was a part of this. And so I, I didn't know really. It, I knew it was more music, music, based the classical music and you know I knew it wasn't a movie movie I knew that going into it I don't think I realized exactly what I was sitting down for (laughs) (laughs) Uh, like I said before we started recording I watched this two hours and five minutes in about five minutes because maybe ten because I probably watched the first five minutes as is. And then I would like skip to the next sequence and watch like 30 seconds and then skip to the next sequence and watch 30 seconds. Um, just to kind of get it, just hear the music, see the scene for a little bit. Um, and then, and then move on. Cause, and then, cause I didn't realize it was as long as it was either. Cause I was like, Oh, I can watch this on my lunch break. And then I'm like two hours (laughs) for 1940. (laughs) Um, but it makes sense that this was more supposed to be back then where you go to an actual uh, theater and, you know, you're dressed up, black tie, the dress, you know, it's an event. It's your right. evening out. It's a little more upscale than just a casual movie house. And so I get that, that it was more of an experience back in the day. I'm surprised. I'm kind of with James. Like, I'm surprised that people would just turn this on for fun. And I I think if I, if you don't mind me interjecting real quick, I've seen some people say, Oh yeah, I love this movie. And then they post like a picture, like someone said, Oh yeah, I 
I don't even remember where I saw this on Facebook or something, but yeah, they said, yeah, this is one of my favorite movies. And then they post a picture of uh, Mickey and the sorcerers uh, in his sorcerers uh, mm-hmm. costume. Yeah. And you know, that one particular sequence is great because you know, that's a good sequence with Mickey going through all that. And I know that that led to Fantasia later, but overall it's just, I just don't get it. I mean, I, when I hear this movie or now that I've seen this movie, I don't equate the Sorcerer's Apprentice to this movie. I mean, I know it's a part of it, but it's just a small part of it. Now, isn't there's so there, much more to it? Isn't there a Sorcerer's Apprentice that is with words somewhere? Like the animated this with Mickey and Yensid the Sorcerer. Isn't there some sort of movie or short or something where he's actually talking to Mickey and Mickey talks? Uh, unless, and- unless uh, in Fantasia two thousand. Uh, the Sorcerer's Apprentice, I think, is in that one. I, I, I have not seen Fantasia 2000. We bought the double Blu-ray. I watched Fantasia. I never watched Fantasia. And you're like, man, so after Fantasia, there's no way I want to watch Fantasia. So, so it'll be the first time. But maybe, maybe they talk in that one. Okay. Um, uh, and you and you mentioned Yen Sid. Um, do you know why they named him Yen Sid? It is the reverse spelling of Disney. Yeah. And they and they modeled the uh, character after Walt Disney. Right, right. Yeah, that was something I was going to bring up later. But, but I feel like I've seen a clip or something somewhere at some point because Yensid has this deep, strong, powerful voice, and he's telling Mickey, you know, not to wear the hat, and he comes back, and he, Mickey almost gets scolded, and maybe I'm just putting words to it, and then and I've never actually heard it with words before. I don't know. Right. Here, I'll read now. True or not, I don't know how this is true, but uh, it's on it's on the internet. So, it's actually from Internet Movie Database. Besides Fantasia and a few comic book stories, the character Yen Sid rarely appeared in Disney movie or media. In recent years, this has changed. He's had several appearances in television series House of Mouse, and its uh, spinoff film Mickey's Magical Christmas snowed in at the House of Mouse. Uh, so maybe from there. Maybe you heard him talking. Maybe it was a House of Mouse thing because I remember loving that that show on Disney Channel back in the day, House of Mouse. I wish yeah. they would because Chernabog was on House of Mouse. Um, and so maybe it was House of Mouse that they created a – because House of Mouse – the premise of the House of Mouse was Mickey had like this dinner show theater and all of the characters from animated Disney films were the – guests in the restaurant and Disney was like the MC or whatever, the host. And he would put on Disney cartoons for everyone to watch. And, you know, and around Halloween, they were Halloween themed and Christmas time was Christmas themed ones. And outside of the holidays, they were just older Disney cartoons. You know, the, the goofy, how do I, whatever, you know, this is how you play football or fly a plane or whatever. And so maybe it was one of those, a little clip on House of Mouse, but if if they yeah. ever put House of Mouse on Disney Plus, we'll find out. So <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh my thoughts it, it was it, it's not as horrible, I guess, as James and Cody to me. <laughs> uh, I think, I think without the sources, sorcerer's apprentice though, I don't think I would like it as much. Cause that, that was my favorite. Yeah. Um, favorite part, you know, cause it does have, 
you know, more for me ties to Disneyland, you know, Disney, yeah, fantastic. And, and, I'll say I'm thankful for this film because without it, we probably wouldn't have Fantasmic. Right. Yeah. So, and I love Fantasmic. So I thought me too. there would be more of that in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and there wasn't cause I had never seen it before. So I didn't really know what to expect. Um, so yeah. Yeah. So, and, uh, so yeah, it wasn't, I mean, it was, it wasn't too bad. It's not a movie that I would just pop in and watch. Uh, you know, it, it was long. Did I mention it was long? <laughs> it was a long movie. I mean, it's like four times as long as Dumbo. Uh, <laughs> it's not uh, that much longer is it is two-thirds the length of avengers endgame <laughs> i mean come on yeah dumbo uh dumbo's only 64 minutes so okay. i guess it's twice as long about yeah. twice as long, so yeah um, but yeah uh before before we share our our rankings on it um i did want to i found this thing from d d23 uh back when it was i want to say the 50th maybe it wasn't the 50th but it was it was 15 uh fascinating facts about fantasia um and i i'll just par- paraphrase some of them uh dopey was almost a sorcerer's apprentice um <laughs> it was suggested by somebody that dopey play the apprentice instead of mickey um let's see some of the other things i oh my favorite part obviously was the was the uh the mickey part but Second to that would be the Rite of Spring, which was the the dinosaurs. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I thought that was. I mean, it was the animation was good. I th- I, I thought, and then later on, um, that kind of became the primeval world that's on the Disneyland Railroad. It, it kind of ties in. Right. So, right. Um, let's see. Walt wanted. It says what wanted widescreen and more. He wanted to be as big as possible, possibly 3D. Um, back in 1940, I don't know if that wasn't possible. He actually wanted it to be 4D. I was reading. Oh, today. 4D. Okay. Oh, he yeah. Wanted to, they wanted to have fan in like uh, uh, perfume at one point of it, yeah. uh, the smell of gunpowder during the Sorcerer's Apprentice, and a couple other right. ones. But right. I think he abandoned that when he found out how much it was going to be to to do that. To to do it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Fantasia did earn two Academy Awards. Um, One for longest movie ever made back in the 1940s. Let's see. Uh, Fantasia was a psychedelic hit back in the 1960s. Meaning they were on drugs when they made it, or you had to be on drugs to watch it. (laughs) You had had to be on drugs to watch it. I'm, I'm, I mentioned earlier, Walt wanted Fantasia to continue. His intention was to make a version of Fantasia every, every year. I'm um, glad that someone talked him out of that. <laughs> he says, I think if we put in different numbers, new numbers, almost everyone would go hear the, hear the whole picture again. Then a few months later, we put in another new number and most of them will go again. Uh, so uh, he wanted it to, con- to, to continue. Uh, Fantasia did play at the Carthay Circle Theater, which was where uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs debuted. Um, and it premiered in the same theater as Steamboat Willie uh, out in Broadway. So uh, the Broadway theater in New York City was where Steamboat Willie debuted. And that's where Fantasia premiered itself. So it's got some ties in with some of the other movies. So 
so yeah, it was, it was, it was all right. Uh, just long, I think. Um, <laughs> so what do you think? Was it long? <laughs> it was long. It was long. Yeah. The music, I, I liked the music and you were, you were saying, yeah, uh, that, that person said they would put it on, close their eyes and lay back and mm-hmm. which might not be a bad way to Cause then you're just listening to the music. Uh, yeah. But, it, it's just, uh, and we'll get to this because we've got a couple movies coming up where basically the movies that were made during the war where they do have segments, uh, yeah. different segments throughout the movie. So we'll see. Maybe it's just, maybe it's not that type of movie that we like. Um, and and one of those coming up, I really, really enjoy. The others, I'm not sure that I've seen them. So Right. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I did share some, I mentioned uh or James mentioned the 7.7 score on internet movie database. Um, and with Pinocchio, I mentioned the meta score, which Pinocchio got what a 99, I think. Did it? I'm not sure. Yeah. I forgot what it was, but, uh, Fantasia got a 96, which is based on, based on 18 critic reviews. Um, and let me read off some of these re- reviews. I'll read the couple good ones. And then one of the bad ones that they post, um, let's see. Chicago Reader, and I don't know when this was posted or when this was written. I don't know who this guy is, but it says it's a masterpiece of the art of animation. The concept and some of the episodes are tainted with quiche. I don't know what K I T S C H. I don't know what that I means. Think quiche is like an egg pie. <laughs> That's quiche. <laughs> quiche everywhere in this film. <laughs> um, but there's no other animated film with its scope and ambition. It is. In Otis Ferguson's words, one of the strange and beautiful things that have happened in the world. So I'm assuming that was written back maybe in the 1940s. Um, Roger, Some, Roger. Sometime oh, when people knew what the word kitsch meant. Kitsch meant. Is, is it kitsch yet? <laughs> I yeah, don't what, know. What is I was, kitsch? I was hoping Cody would look it up, but. How do you spell it? K-I-T-C-H. It's S-C-H? An, yeah. Art objects or design considered to be in poor taste because of excessive garishness or sentimental sentimentality, huh. but sometimes okay. appreciated in an ironic or knowing way. Well, there you go. That's what it means. Uh, Chicago Sun-Times, Roger Ebert said throughout Fantasia, Disney pushes the edges of the envelope. Um, New York Times at the time said Fantasia is simply terrific, as terrific as anything that has ever happened on a screen. And then the one, the one bad one here. They this this person gave it a forty. It says it's a very patchy affair. While some of the animated pieces work, others come across as downright insane. Did you write that, James? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I like that person. <laughs> so, James so is it, now going to look at that person's review before any movie we watch. You ain't lying. <laughs> so I mean, it got something back in the day, you know maybe viewed from the lens of a person watching it in 1940s different. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So we'll give our scores. Uh, who wants to start? I'll go for, I'll go first. Cause I, you, I've been first. going first so far. So well, I don't know I went, why I would change it now. No, no. I went last for Pinocchio. Oh, well, okay. So, so, so let's see. 50% of the time I've gone last. <laughs> so, so you went first the first week. I went first last week. I think it's Cody's okay, turn to go Cody's first. <laughs> Go, Cody. Man, I like pulling in the caboose. (laughs) (laughs) 
if that wasn't on our actual recorded show, that would be that would be on the end of the show. <laughs> well, hey, Cody likes pulling in the caboose at the end of the show. Let's put him there. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I had I had to pause and be careful saying that because <laughs> that's a came out a little bit differently than I wanted it to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. uh, so, James is going to roll over on the floor. Yeah, you ain't lying. Uh. <laughs> Followed along after every show, we we basically give our the the movie of the week or the movie of the episode a score uh, between zero and one hundred. Um, so far, just a quick recap. Well, once we get to the later movies, I won't recap everyone, but since we've just kind of started. Um, for Snow White and the Seven Drawers, uh, it got an average of 81.7 between the three of us, uh, with a high of, James gave it a high of 92, with Cody uh, at 73. For Pinocchio, it got a 91.3, with uh, me giving the high of 100. I thought it was perfect. And Cody going at 78. Um, and so for Fantasia, Cody, what are you giving this animated classic? What's more? Mm. To 100 i i will just go with the first number that popped in my head after watching this movie i don't give a lot of thought to it i go with what feels right i know james has you know a spreadsheet and a pie chart <laughs> and a protractor he, trying to figure he out just, movie he just threw it away for, he just threw that away for this one like, <laughs> <laughs> um i'm gonna give this one a 54 54. Um, and that just being that, you know, I, I understand the, the time that it was released and what it was meant to be at its time. But for me watching it today for what it was, it was too long. Um, it was not engaging and I like musicals. I even like classical music. But for me, it wasn't engaging. It wasn't something that I said, yes, I want to devote two hours to this. Um, so, you know, I, I just went to a, a theater last weekend and watched a play. So I like going and doing those types of things. But for me and for this, it just, it wasn't a, it wasn't a pairing for, for me in this film. So it's a 54 for me. All right. You want me to go second, James? Sure. All right. Uh, I didn't. I didn't give it a much different score than Cody. I thought maybe Cody would be lower than a fifty-four. Honestly, I thought Cody, you were going thirty-five, forty. Okay. Uh, based on what you talked about, I gave it a fifty-five. Wow. So only, only, only one point. Uh, is is that because Disneyland opened in nineteen fifty-five? <laughs> <laughs> 1955, Mickey, <laughs> Fantasmic came years, years yeah, later. Just, and, just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> and, and had had uh, the Sorcerer's Apprentice not been in there, because I do, I do like that story. Um, it it would have been a lot lower. But can I you hear him? 55. No. What happened to Jason? I don't know. We yes. can't. We can't hear you, Jason. I just lost you, Jason. Oh, I can hear you now. You can't, you can't hear, hear us. Oh, can you're you, back. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, now I can. I couldn't. I couldn't hear you guys for a second. We lost you. James and I could hear each other, but we lost you. Uh, I couldn't hear either of you. 
Huh. So, on the okay. Zencaster, your yours was kind of yours faded went, out like, a little. Yeah, yours kind of grayed out, but your lines were still moving, but you were grayed out for a second. Okay. Well. Okay. So we're you're gonna, gonna have we're to gonna, we're gonna we're gonna test your editing skills. <laughs> yeah. I may just leave it in there. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Might as well. Okay, so you gave it a 55. I gave it a 55. All right. So my turn? What say you, James? So like Cody says, I have a little spreadsheet that I kind of rated on different criteria throughout. So according to my criteria, unfortunately. Wait, can I, I, can I, let, let me write down what I think you're going to give it. Okay. And then uh, I, just, I just typed it in. Okay. And, uh, so I'll see. Go ahead. I gave it 30. Ooh, I said 35. Oh. So close. So you gave yep. it a 30. I gave it a 30. All right. And for all the reasons you stated before, good job. <laughs> so Fantasia now comes in as our uh, lowest rated movie that we watched. 46.4 average. Lowest by far. Yeah. Yeah. By 35. Even. 35.4. Yeah. So wow. it's uh yeah, uh, on my little line chart here, we all just went <laughs> we, we all took a nose knife. <laughs> yeah. And our, our average tanked too. So yeah. that's all well, right. That's all right. Well, we're gonna need the next one to help bring it back up. What's the next one? Dumbo, next right? Dumbo. Let's be get ready about... to Dumbo. <laughs> so I think we went from the longest to, the to I think Dumbo is the shortest. Of all the animated that's, features. So. That's because all the animators after that last one, they're like, man, we're tired. <laughs> Our hands hurt. We don't want to draw and, anywhere. And Walt was like, no, we need another one. Quick. Quick. <laughs> yeah. paid 65 cents an hour. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, and something I wanted to share real quick about Dumbo. I want to say, when did it, it came out in 1940 or 41? I'm looking it up really, really, really quick. 19... 41. Okay, never mind. I'll share that later. So, so yeah, Dumbo's our next one. The fourth animated feature by uh, the Walt Disney Company, uh, which has had a live action um, version done recently. Um, so, there you go. So, watch Dumbo and then we'll talk about it. And uh, I've got Dumbo pulled up on IMDb real quick and it's got a lower score than Fantasia for the the start for the uh, user re- reviews. Mm-hmm. It's got a seven point two. Wow! So I would I wonder if that has changed within the last five years drastically. Yeah. If there were more negative reviews within the last five years with everything going on recently. Yeah, possibly. Well, I can absolutely guarantee that my rating for Dumbo will be much higher than Fantasia. <laughs> So there you go. Next episode, we'll talk about probably some COVID stuff, and then we'll talk about Dumbo. Um, and I'll give my report about how horrible <laughs> Buena Vista Street has become. With no food. With no food. <laughs> I'm so uh, bummed. I'm yeah. so bummed. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, if you guys got uh, any any last uh, thoughts on Fantasia, or you, you, you got to be done with it and moving on to number four? I'm glad to be done with that one. Yes. All right. All right. Well, then that's all we got today. Um, Cody, any last things about Fan Fantasia? 
done with it. All right. <laughs> done with I'm it. washing my hands. <laughs> so if you want to follow us on social media, you can find us on Facebook at Talking Disney Podcasts, on Twitter at Talking Disney, on Instagram at Talking Disney Podcasts. You can email us, TalkingDisneyPodcast at gmail.com, and you can find our website at www.TalkingDisneyPodcast.com where we'll load the show when we first publish it and then it'll make its way to all the popular streaming services, whichever one you use. Um, that's all I got for this episode 53. Cody James, any last minute alibis? I'm good. Adios. All right. Well, thanks for listening to us, taking your time out of your day to uh, check us out and we will talk to you guys later. Bye. 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 Yeah, folks. And me and my pals hope you had a swell time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mickey? Uh-huh? It's that time. Uh, what time is that, Minnie? Oh, <laughs> Goofy? Huh? Oh. Now, now it's time, time to say goodnight to all our company. M-I-C See you real soon It's always Mickey Mouse K-E-Y Why? Because we like you M-O-U-S-E Be careful getting home. <laughs> <Bye-bye>. <laughs>